Hey, what's going on? It's Manny Garavito. It's time for another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. And today we are asking you, do you have an ex in Miami? What's life like after living with someone or maybe even a short relationship with someone? What's it like? Was, was he or she or they Latino, Latina, Latinx, whatever, okay? Uh, dating in Miami is a little difficult, but when you find someone and you actually have a relationship with them, What's life like afterwards? See, for me, m all my relationships have been from Miami, and they've all been Latina. Now, of course, I had my flings here and there with different cultures and ethnicities, but I always find myself with a Latina, okay? And I'm not complaining. I love Latinas, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of like you're in the matrix of dating when all you do is date Latinas. It's like, oh, look, another Latina. Here we go. And immediately what I do if I start dating a Latina is I start, you know, trying to figure out does this particular person have the same red flags that I've seen previous Latinas? And nine times out of ten, they do. And that's okay. <laughs> All right? It's okay to have the red flags. It's just when you have too many. You know, one or two, fine. Three at most. But when you have four, oh, and there's telltale signs. All right, for example, uh, when you date a Latina, uh, especially when, when they're an ex, you know, the anger still lingers. You know what's funny about dating a Latina? While you're dating them and after it's over, uh, they're still mad at you. They're mad during and after the relationship. They're even mad a little bit before you get into a relationship with them too. Where are we going to eat? There? How dare you take me out there? <laughs> as much as I love the Latinas here in the city of Miami, at the same time, uh, there's, it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. And you know what's funny? Uh, being a bachelor in Miami is that whenever I go and I leave the city and I go and, you know, into another city, whenever I see a flat ass, it's so refreshing to me. Now, call me crazy. Call me crazy. But, you know, when I see a flat ass, like when I went to Cleveland, I didn't see one big ass. Maybe I was in the wrong side of town. <laughs> but everywhere I went, it was just flat asses all over the place. And I was like, oh, my God, I completely forgot. How feminine a flat ass is. Nothing wrong with a flat ass. See, here in Miami, the ladies out here are getting BBLs or they have the natural Latina booty. And it's all over the place to the point where it's not even unique anymore. It's like, oh, my God, look, another flat ass. I mean, another big ass. Oh, how surprising. And then you leave and you see a flat ass. You're like, I forgot. Asses aren't supposed to be that big in the first place. <laughs> so the funny thing is, when you go to, like, the Midwest in the United States, the guys there, they want to date Latinas. But the Latinos, you know, sometimes they want to go elsewhere and, you know, start finding themselves like a redhead or a blonde or, or you know, whatever. Um, so most of my ex, all of my exes are from uh, Miami. And the cold front came around. And the reason why I'm bringing up this topic is there's a lot of guys out there that have lost their hoodies to, to an ex. All right, it, it's almost like the rite of passage for both the, the man and the woman. Of course, I'm talking traditional here. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> How dare you talk about traditional men and women relationships? Uh, and so, you know, they made memes out of it. All my exes have some sort of article of clothing, particularly jackets or hoodies. You know, I lost, you know, over $1,000 worth of uh, clothes to my exes, and they don't give them back. It's almost like you didn't give me a ring. This is a close second. Okay, you spent 
Who told you to spend $300 at a scotch and soda denim jacket? It's mine now. Can I please get my jacket back? It's cold outside. Why are you texting me? Don't ever text me again. <laughs> That's a good excuse to tell your ex not to text you anymore. When he comes around three years later saying, hey, can I get my denim jacket back? I don't want to talk to you ever again. <laughs> and so I pose the question to you, Miami. If you have an ex from our city, have you ever dated outside the city? Have you ever seen what a relationship is like? Uh, I've never been in a relationship outside the city, but I would assume it would be a very peaceful one, right? You don't have to worry about a Latina girlfriend. And, of course, I'm talking for the guys here. You know, if the ladies want to chime in, please do send me an email, okay? Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what the experience is like as, as a Miamian on the female side dating a Miamian that's a guy, all right? I'm sure you guys go through your headaches too, but for us guys, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, having a Latina girlfriend. They're fine. Some of the most beautiful women in the world, in my opinion. And the Colombianas, the Colombianas were my, my dad is Colombiano. And uh, he introduced me to a lot of uh, Colombianas. And most of them are very attractive. And some would argue that they're the most beautiful people in the world. I mean, everybody is. It's a subjective thing. But still, I agreed with him when he told me. I don't know. Maybe it's in my genes or something. But I find them very attractive. But the problem is uh, a Colombian girlfriend or if you date a colombian woman they're they're very dominant they like dominating this the the relationship very quickly and they know how to establish dominance it's a cultural thing i don't know am i the only one that's experienced this if there's any guys out there that can back me up you ever been with a with a colombian girl okay some of the most <laughs> i wouldn't say violent but I, how about verbally violent Colombian women are very verbally vi violent, and they know how to make a guy feel inferior with their words. And the funny thing is, if you go to a Colombian household, most of the times, the guy is shorter than the wife. <laughs> You've seen it in the photos, right? You walk into a Colombian household, and it's a photo of like a little short guy standing next to his tall Colombian wife, and he's just like holding her by the hips like, <laughs> right so i don't know in my experience having uh you know a background from uh colombia i love colombian women but oh man do they make you feel terrible they know what to do and when they call you things like uh oh that really hits you in the soul that's an insult for uh, men by the way uh that the colombian women say but if you date a latina and you have an ex that's Latina, how are you going to upgrade if you go to any other culture, right? Not necessarily that you're downgrading if you do, but in her eyes, you definitely downgraded. Oh, my God, can you believe he went from a curvaceous Colombiana like me to a redhead from San Diego? <laughs> and, and, and the redhead could be treating you amazing, you know? She could be, uh, I don't know, but she could be Irish, right? And she could be uh, a sweetheart, and she could be treating you amazing, in your head, you upgraded, but, but in her head, your ex, your Colombian ex, your Latina ex would probably be like, what does she, what does she cook for you? What, is she, what do they cook over in Ireland? Ella no puede cocinar como yo. Deme decirte. Tú la perdiste. That's like one of the biggest uh, flexes for uh, Latina women, that if they know how to cook, 
They, they usually know how to do it very well. Con sofrito and adobo and the ajo, right? Am I right on this? Let's go over here to the chat. Let's see what they're saying. Uh, Mari, what's going on? Gorilla, uh, what's up, man? Uh, Life with Dax says, who cares what your ex thinks? They are an ex for a reason. Yeah, I know, man, but, you know, uh, us city boys, we got to be up, all right? We got to make sure that we're up uh, even after the relationship. It's a guy code thing, okay? You might not un- you might un- not understand that life with Dak, all right? I don't care about my ex, to be completely honest with you. I don't, but I, I do check in to make sure I'm doing better. <laughs> and, you know, if you ever have a bad day, here's a good tip. If you ever have a bad day, all you gotta do is you just you just peek into your ex's profile, and even if like even if it's like an ex from high school, all right, because maybe like the recent ex you, you you're not doing better than her, or him, but maybe if you go back to like that high school sweetheart, and then you're like, all right, definitely doing better than that. <laughs> you start walking around with your chest puffed up a little higher. You're like, all right, at least at least I upgraded there. <laughs> at least I upgraded from two thousand four. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got to go make sure. Uh, you're right. Always get better, brother. Absolutely. What's up, Curse and Blessings? Uh, European, the only card against a Latina. Is the only card against... So you're saying an upgrade from a Latina is a European? Hey, man. Whatever floats your gondola. Uh, Jesus, Carlos. Let's see. Um... Burr says, it's the only kind of sword I want, the double-edged sword of dating a Latina. There you go. Yeah, some people understand that sometimes you got to, like, you got to, like, take it, you know. But if you marry a Latina, that's like, if you marry a Latina, what ends up happening is uh, you're you're not going to be at peace. You chose this life, Okay. If you don't make a Latina an ex and you decide to stay with her for the rest of your life, I'm not blaming you, whatever your preference is. But just know you chose violence over tranquility. All right? That woman will haunt you even even if she passes first. (laughs) All right? A Latina really knows how to sink their claws in you. And let's say, for example, you get old and then she passes away. First, right, and the guy sticks around, and let's say you find somebody out of, you know, you go on Tinder at, you know, age 50 or whatever, you find somebody and you're dating somebody, the Latina will probably be petty enough to come back and haunt the both of you, just out of spite. (laughs) All right, that's just the Latina lifestyle. They're just there to torment you, but you love it. You know you love it. I don't blame you, man. If that's your preference, go for it. But, you know, for me, I, I wonder, like, is the Latina, is that going to be the white? Like, if I, if I marry a Latina, man, I, I'm already prepared that, you know, there's going to be some nagging. There's going to be some verbal violence. There's going to be days where I think I ain't shit because she knows how to make me feel that way. She knows what to say. All right? But maybe that's what you're into. Maybe you want somebody to give you the challenge. Maybe you don't want peace. I don't want peace. I want problems always. That's what you're going to get for uh, marrying a Latina. You chose this. You're going to get cussed out in front of your boys. 
You want you want a guy's night out? Mm-mm. She can have a girl's night out, right? She's strong. She'll convince you. And you got to be home praying to God some guy's not grinding on her. But you going out with the boys? Absolutely not. And she doesn't have to say no. She'll just be like, see, sí, okay. Quiere irte. Váyate. Váyate. Pero no regreses. <laughs> oh, man. Wadi Flip says it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, yeah, dating a Latina definitely is a lifestyle. It's something that you choose to, uh, to carry as a burden for the rest of your life, but it's so bittersweet, okay? And uh, let's see. I have one, two, three, four exes, all Latinas from Miami. And I don't think I'm ever going to leave Miami, so I'm assuming all my relationships are going to be coming from this city. Yeah, but, you know, every once in a while, whenever I go on a trip and I get on those dating apps and I, you know, hang out with somebody from another city, I kind of get this feeling of, like, you know, imagine life like this, where you wake up, you go meet somebody at a cafe, and you're having a conversation about the economy and the current state of affairs, and she's wearing a beanie with a scarf and some glasses on, right? And then as you're having this conversation, in the back of your mind, you're like, I can't believe that this girl that I'm hanging out with is not on her phone arguing about gossip from a girlfriend that she has. <laughs> That's another thing a Latina would do. A Latina, you would have a peaceful moment. Everything will be okay for a couple of minutes. And then a phone call comes in. Something about chisme. Que una amiga tiene. And then she starts getting into it, and it gets, she starts getting all emotional, right? And she starts yelling on the phone. You have absolutely nothing to do with this. And she's on the, and she's on the phone arguing with somebody. <laughs> and now you're there sitting with her thinking to yourself, like, oh, my God, now I'm feeling the anxious, the anxiety from whatever this conversation's about. Uh, Wyatt King says, tips for dating a Latina. All right, good one, Wyatt King. Okay, so uh, tips, let's see. Uh, you got to have a really, you got to have really thick skin. All right, you got to be a really good listener. If you want a Latina girlfriend, if you want a Latina ex, you know, let's keep it on the topic here. If you want a Latina ex, you got to be a really good listener and you got to be a yes man, okay? And even though you don't mean it, be a yes man, okay? She's going to be like, you're just like, mm-hmm, yes, C. Throw in a couple of C's in there. C. C. C, mi amor. C, como no. Uh-huh. Mm. Next thing you know, she's like, I like this guy. This guy can take me at my worst, so he deserves me at my best. All right? Uh, then the next thing you got to do is you got to make sure that you, uh, another tip to dating or having a Latina ex is making sure that you know how to satiate her prowess, okay? Because Latinas have a particular rhythm of life. They prefer certain standards that other cultures can't provide. For example, money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for example, food. Okay, you got to take her to some really good restaurants. She's got to eat good. And the, and, the, and the food, if you make it, it's got to have the flavor. Okay, it, it's a particular flavor particular dishes, okay? You know what I'm saying? I don't really think, like, uh, 
Latinas would be into stuff like hot dogs. <laughs> well, maybe like a, a Colombian hot dog, you know, with the with the chorizo and the papitas and the salsa de la casa and all. You know, if you go to those Colombian dog places, fine. But not an all-American hot dog. I, when have, I've never seen a Latina eat a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they don't necessarily go to baseball games. <laughs> so you got to take her out to some really good restaurants that have particular dishes that satiate her prowess. Okay, another thing is you got to take her out dancing often. Okay, you got to take her to lots of reggaeton clubs. And then even if you got to work the next day, it doesn't matter. You got to take her out once or twice a week. Particularly on her, on her, when she has a day off the next day, it could be the weekend, or maybe she doesn't work on a Wednesday. You better take her out that Tuesday, and you better keep, and you better stay, you better find a good place and stay out till about two, three in the morning. Because if you start going home at ten, eleven o'clock, talking about I gotta wake up early, she's gonna find somebody that's gonna take her out late at night. Okay, that's another one. Let's see, uh, let's do three tips. Another, t- another tip to have a Latina ex is um, you gotta get along with her parents. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Latinas are very uh, family-oriented people, okay? And the mother wants to get in on all the gossip, all right? So a tip that I would give you is make sure you get along with your Latina's parents, especially the mother, because when your Latina girlfriend or ex starts talking shit about you to her mom, your mom's going to probably, her mom's probably going to be on your side because you, you won her over, all right? And the best way to do that, you buy her flowers, you say nice things, and you know what else you could do? Counteract it. Gossip about her daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, Susana, déjame decirte algo de su hija. Yo no, yo no puedo creer que ella, she'll love it. Sí, yo, yo lo sé, mi, mijo, yo lo sé. Pero quédate ahí, sea paciente, todo va a estar bien. <laughs> get along with her parent, get along with her mom, trust me. That's going to help you out in the long run. All right. All right, cool, man. This is it. We're, we're back live. I like this. This is great. Everything's running smooth. Podcast is up and running. By the way, if you guys want to support this podcast, um, I got a couple of new channels. So um, make sure you guys follow at Miami Comedy Podcast on uh, Twitter. No, I'm sorry. Not Twitter. Twitch. And uh, YouTube. So every time we do these episodes, I clip out some uh, some parts and then I put it on those channels so you guys can participate on the discussion if you can't make it to the live stream. Okay? And then the live stream itself will no longer be on the original YouTube channel but on the Miami Comedy Podcast channel. And the reason why I do this podcast is to talk to you guys. It's to build a relationship with you guys and see what your experience is like. You know? What's up, Gabe? Uh, Barbie, welcome back. Good to see you again. Care Dreams. So this is my way of just giving back to the community, talking to the people, and coming up with content. Look at me being productive. All right? And then to uh, wind it down, I also need to make an announcement. We've got got a new show, Tuesday nights, over at Magic 13 Brewing. Brand new venue, great for live entertainment. If you're into having beers, eating out of food trucks, watching a live band or stand-up comedy, our shows begin this Tuesday, January 17th, and every Tuesday after that at 9 o'clock. You guys don't want to miss it. We've got a great lineup every single week. All right, this is the next level. 
for Miami Comedy in 2023. So make sure you guys participate on this show. You don't want to miss out. Okay, and then we also have the regular schedule. Monday, thank you, Miami and Red Bar. Tuesday, like I mentioned, Magic 13 Brewing. And we're still at Dom's and Brickle. So we got two shows now on Tuesday. Wednesday, we're at the SLS, one of our more popular shows. Uh, Thursdays, I'm still working on it. Fridays, like I mentioned, thank you, Miami. Saturdays, working on it. And Sundays, Tipsy Flamingo in downtown Miami. Look at us. We're doing it. All right. And don't forget, guys, okay, another way you can support the podcast is by getting yourself a Miami Comedy shirt. Now, another big announcement that I've got to make about this particular shirt is that, as always, they're limited printed, and then we're going to make a new design. And so I'm making the announcement on this podcast episode that we are running out of shirts, particularly black. Black is almost sold out. We're down to five. We've got five shirts left in black, two small, three extra large. So they're pretty much sold out if that's not your size. But do go for the pink. It's hot. Okay? You can wear it out on a sunny day. You got to let the people know you got a good sense of humor. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Latina women would love to see you wearing a shirt talking about you know how to have a sense of humor because you know what that communicates to a Latina girl? Oh, he knows how to make me laugh. So whenever I'm angry at him, he'll know how to turn the tables. All right? The dark arts of making humor out of anger. Ay, a mí me encanta. Él me hace reír cuando estoy enojado. There you go. All right? So uh, make sure you guys uh, support. All right? I need all the help I can get to get this podcast off the ground. And if you're listening, believe me, you are doing enough. So thank you very much for tuning into this podcast episode. A couple more uh, comments here, and then we'll, we'll wind it down. I got to get out of here. Um, Pale says the swag. Absolutely. Nothing better than comedy swag, especially... In the Magic City, it's a very unique look, believe me. Life Deck says, when I, when I come see you, I'm going to scream, Manny, you the man, as loud as I can. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. But then I'm assuming that uh, you're, you're heckling. So, you know, I'll be up there. It's like, yeah, so I'm walking around dancing. Manny, you the man. Oh, my God, you're ruining my punchline, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, kick that guy out of here. Then I'll get security on you. Security, get him out. You know, and they get you in a headlock. I love your work, man. Get him out of here. <laughs> All right, so just make sure you do it in a, in, in a way that's not disrupt, disruptive of the show. But I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Life with Dak. That's awesome, man. Thank you. All the support really helps. You know, after all these years of doing comedy in the city, I'm glad that some people are supporting. So I can't thank you enough. Believe me, it's a great feeling to know that all this work paid off. Uh, to, m to meet cool people like yourself. Thank you. All right, so uh, with that being said, that is it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Once again, follow the new podcast channel. Uh, support, buy a shirt, come out to a show. We've got plenty of shows coming out. Big things happening uh, for uh, you guys to laugh every day. All right, have a great weekend. I'll see you on the next episode.